What's up, guys, gals, and pals? I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Nicole. And this is Double Waved Yellows, an F1 podcast. On this episode, we are going to be discussing the first race of the 2022 season, which is incredibly exciting. I'm so glad it's back. So, in news of the week, um, Seb is out with COVID. Yes. So, Nico Hulkenberg will be replacing him. Hulkenback. There's... Yeah, I think technically he can race in Jeddah if he in, next week in Saudi Arabia if he um, tests negative. Mm-hmm. But we have no word on if he's still testing positive or how he's doing. Yeah. Hopefully he's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll be back. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about like how he's feeling. I know, which is weird. We heard about Daniel. Yeah, but also he was there, whereas like Vettel, A, just not social media guy. B, he's in Switzerland, mm-hmm. so he's not like being watched over by someone probably oh he went home after Mm -hmm. testing yeah he's isolating in switzerland interesting um also so next week the race is at saudi arabia and they made tweaks to the circuit that could make the track even faster because they made sightline improvements and widen the final corner which yes is scary (laughs) if you don't know um Jeddah, they have almost like no runoff. Yeah, it's very punishing. It's pretty dangerous. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. Also, Formula One had a Vanity Fair photo shoot. Yeah, that was something to wake up to, and to process at five thirty in the morning. With Lando, Pierre, Daniel, Esteban, and George, I kind of want to know how they picked this. Yeah. Did they ask everyone, and those were the only five who said yes? Did they ask a different five, and yeah, how did they figure that out? I don't know. It kind of makes sense if it was just, like, the English, or the English-speaking ones. Mm-hmm. But Esteban... Alex wasn't Pierre, in it. Lewis wasn't in true. it. True. Lewis. Daniel. Lance. Yeah. Speaks... Latifi. Speaks so how did that. they choose? And, like... Esteban looked the best out of all of them, which I kind of hate. <laughs> yeah, he looked the most yeah. normal. And they, like, wasn't edited the crud out of Lando. He did not look like Lando. I don't think I really looked at the photos that closely. I think I watched part of the video, and then I realized, like, oh, this is only five of them, and mm-hmm. I backed out. Got it, yeah. Lando looked weird. Like, just overly made up and photoshopped Mm -hmm. what would it be like if max did it okay did i have this weird thing with max and the way he looks where (laughs) sometimes i'm like oh he's not attractive and sometimes i think he is i think he's like one of those guys that like would be a good model like his fate like Uh his looks are model his structure yes yeah, he's got striking features. Yeah. I feel like he would be, but he'd have to, like, maybe take care of himself a little better. <laughs> Skin-wise, maybe use some face wash. Grooming, you know. I feel like his hair's been looking better as it's gotten longer. It's, like, a little... I don't like it when it's styled. Like, his picture for this year, he looks really... I don't know. It's not a great picture for him. And his hair doesn't look very good. It looks better when it's, like, fluffy. And yeah, I think facial hair is more of an issue. Yeah. Maybe it's a little unkept. Yeah. But I can see Max being I feel like he has model Physically, not emotionally. Hmm? 
Physically, not emotionally. Yeah. Uh, the teams were discussing rule tweaks to prevent a mirror war. Quote, quote, mirror war. I said, bring on the mirror war. I want the mirror war. But, how, um, unfortunately, they did meet with the FIA and the FIA said it was fine. In regards to Mercedes, um, their mirrors, their spaceship mirrors. Because your mirrors aren't allowed to be like a part of the aerodynamic process of the car. So... There were teams specifically Ferrari and Mattia, not really Christian, but that's shocking. Um, yeah, who were saying that they thought that it was giving them aerodynamic benefits, and they didn't think it would be in the spirit of the rules to have them be there. But the FIA agreed that they were fine, and I think Christian even said, "You don't want to get into a mirror war." Which is disappointing, but whatever. <laughs> also, McLaren has a new sponsorship deal with Google. Mm-hmm. If you've seen Which their has wheels. just made their livery even more chaotic. Like, yeah. when you're watching the car drive, it looks fine. But then when you, like, sit there and stare at it when it's standing still, it's too much. There's a lot happening. It's giving, like, hipster vibes, too. It's really bright. It's, yeah, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> It's also not, like, maybe the Google sponsorship is what's brought McLaren down. Foreshadowing. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, the weight limit was raised. Mm-hmm. There's a new rule that allows a supermajority, so eight out of the ten teams, uh, and the FIA to vote in a new rule change during the season. Mm. And all the teams, in case you didn't know this, all the teams are overweight with the new regulations. So they all wanted the uh, weight limit to be raised. The only mm-hmm. team that I know of that objected to it was Alfa Romeo. Because uh, they were the only one that had decent weight, right? Yeah, they're the only ones who are under the weight. Um, so it's been raised, so everything's fine with that now. And then in other racing news, Paul DeResta, he won the WEC 1,000 Miles of Sebring, Sebring? in the Sebring? LMP2 class. <laughs> So good for Paul DeResta. Unfortunately, that means he wasn't at the race weekend. I know everyone really missed him. Which breaks Nicole's heart. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be in Jeddah. <sighs> That's all I have for news. If anyone. Mm, I can't really think of anything else. Let's get into the race recap. Yeah. Qualifying. I was just really stressed about Magnuson the whole time because that's who I was really rooting for because I have decided that I am a Haas fangirl through and through. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to like Haas now. Mm-hmm. Can support the hometown team. Mm-hmm. Like I always kind of like sort of liked them a little bit more than like other teams, just because they are American. But then, when Masbin was there, I was like, okay, the only thing I like about Haas is Mick Schumacher. Just Mick Schumacher. That is it. And then now, cause like I always like, kind of liked Magnuson, and so now I'm like, I can love Haas now. Yeah, I never had strong feelings about K-Mag before, but now I'm on board. Mm-hmm. He's Danish. I lived in Denmark for a while. It's fine. I have a weird fascination with Denmark, so maybe that's part of it. Oh, 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 I have news. Um, Laura Magnuson was there for his seat fit. Mm-hmm. That was adorable. His daughter. Oh. So cute. <laughs> okay. So Nicole's like, who's Laura? <laughs> I thought it was his wife, <laughs> but I guess... His wife okay, is Louise. daughter. 
I'm like, interesting. <laughs> she was there. <laughs> no, like she sat in. It was really cute. So top. Yeah, that's, that's my news. <laughs> top qualifying. I think going into qualifying, everyone kind of expected Red Bull to be the fastest. At least I did. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were showing. Uh, they Max topped the practices uh, FP2 and FP3. Pierre topped FP1. That's a different story. Um, George got P4 in all three practice sessions, also foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Not for the qualifying, but mm-hmm. maybe for something hey. else. <laughs> We're not there yet. So, uh, anyone shocked with the outs in Q1? Um, I mean, Ricardo. Which were, so Yuki came in 16th, or got P16, uh, Hulkenberg was P17, Ricardo was P18, Stroll was P19, Latifi was P20. I, I was, was surprised, surprised that by Stroll... Latifi. Interesting. I, was I surpri- wasn't surprised that he was out in Q1, but I was surprised he was dead last. I wasn't Especially surprised. with Alex being P15, yeah. and so I'm curious, like, what the... Maybe it was just track time? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just they were out at different times? I don't know. And wasn't um, Sonoda's car broken or something? He had a issue in, was it FP3 or FP2? Like, he didn't get to run at all. And mm. there was an issue with his, um, I want to say brakes. He had an issue in practice and he didn't get um, to run. And they might have still been fixing it. I'm not sure. Got it. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see Latifi throughout this season, like, see what he can do comparing him to... Someone that's not the caliber of George. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, okay, is the Williams just really, really bad? Or is it him? Yeah, it's like, is the Williams really bad? Is Latifi really bad? Is Alex better than we thought? Like, what's the... Did people think that Alex wasn't... I thought people kind of thought highly of him. I think he's not thought me. highly of, but not, not like... Because you have kind of, like, the young guys that you think of as being, like, world championship caliber. And, like, they would be robbed if they don't win a world championship. Like, Leclerc and Norris and George. Like, those are the kind of the ones that, like, you would be pretty shocked if in their career they don't win a world championship. Whereas I feel like he's not quite there. Are you thinking of Lando? What is that face yes. for? Yeah, I don't know if Lando's <laughs> like, in that is, category. Is Lando up there with them, though? That's what I most people there think. Yet. I think last year, but then he also fell off. We'll see. I think he's close yeah. to being okay. there, but I wouldn't put him I, level with George and Charles. Yeah. Or Max not before yet. he won. But. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a little bit of a step down, not like a huge step down, mm-hmm. but just like a... He, like, I kind of feel like he'll be a Jensen Button kind of mm. champion mm-hmm. if he is. he does Like, that. he's always kind of around there, and then he'll randomly get one. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that they're from the same place. I just finished Jensen Button's book, so I have Jensen Button on the brain. <laughs> he also got married last weekend, so that was nice. Congrats. He to wasn't the married already? Oh, good for him. I do think I was surprised that Zhou Guan Yu was not in, out in Q1, but mm-hmm. good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Q2 so was Q2. fun. It was fun. I don't remember. Oh, I it do was not a little... remember. <laughs> A little um, bit shocking to see Lando out in Q2. Yeah. And Joe made it. had the first track limits violation. 
and then Magnuson had his hydraulics issue, and so I started stressing out, and I didn't care about anything else. I think Carlos also topped Charles in that session, and I was pretty stressed. Yeah. Because at that point, I was, was like, I don't care I remember if you Charles texted gets us anymore. You, yeah. I don't care if it he gets pull anymore. I just need to first not to get below Carlos. Q2 session that I've watched where I was not worried about George making Q3. <laughs> and it was so refreshing. I was like nice and chill. It was awesome. Yeah, so the I drivers. Think I was the only one. <laughs> sorry, real quick. The drivers that were out in Q2 were Esteban Ocon, Mick Schumacher, Lando Norris, Alex Albon, and Zhou Guanyu, which is what Mc... he has said that he wants to be called. Yes. And Mick Schumacher qualified 12th, which is his career best in F1. Yes. Mm-hmm. But notably... So yay, Mick and Haas. His teammate qualified a bit higher. Yes. So, anything else for Q2? Nope. The Red Bull went way faster mm-hmm. than everyone else in that session, and it was scary. George okay. did well in that session, too, and better in Q2 than later on, so... It was fun. I was stressed. I rewatched qualifying four times. So the first time I watched it, I was mad stressed and had tunnel vision and don't really remember anything. Um, and then the second time I was able to enjoy it more. And then the third and fourth were just fun. <laughs> uh, so then Q1, we got the top 10 battling it out for pole position. Q3. Yeah, what did I say? Q1? I always do the opposite. I know. I kind of feel like it should be the other way around. Because you're like, Q1, one is the best. Mm-hmm. So, what were our thoughts for Q1? Q3! Um, I was just stressed the whole time. <laughs> I was a little bit more... Like, chill? Not... No, I mean, I was, I was actually quite chill. I just was trying not to stress about it because I'm... Here. <laughs> so, um... That was a little bit rough for George, as in a lot, a bit rough. They were, I guess, trying to do something to get him to push for the outlap and something with, like, making it better, and then he ended up getting P9. I think, I don't know, I didn't listen to any of the, like, Mercedes stuff after. I just know what you told me, that they told him to push harder on his outlap, which Mm -hmm. makes me think in practice that they were all... um, a lot of them were setting a second fast lap and their second times were better. So I'm wondering if that's maybe what they were trying to do and then it just didn't work out. I think that's what happened. But mm-hmm. Toto said it was a team thing, not a him thing. So I was like, all right, that's fine. Doesn't mean that people weren't really mean. Not that I saw because I refused to look. <laughs> and like a lot of people were like, oh, uh, Valtteri Bottas outqualified him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that worried about it. I figured Valtteri would have a typical Valtteri start. Mm -hmm. Well, not even that. I just know that the Mercedes is going to be a little bit stronger than where the Alphas would be as far as race pace. And it was a little bit more shocking than I thought it would be. But um, yeah, I wasn't that worried. I figured it'd be fine. I think maybe what made it a little more like, whoa, was that it was Hamilton and Botas starting side by side. Mm-hmm. It was a little like, okay, what? It's like, nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to briefly um, describe my experience with the Q3 because I only remember Charles's fast laps. I'm sorry. Well, from my first experience watching it. But 
So, first fast lap, Carlos went fastest. And I had a heart attack. And Max, I was like, surely Max will top both of them. And then he didn't. And I was like, if Carlos gets his pole position, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then, um, you know, for five minutes or whatever, all the commentators are talking about who weren't. It wasn't Crofty or Brundle, which is interesting. Like, I feel Isn't like, it like it's Palmer the... and someone else. Yeah. And Anthony Davidson. Maybe. He was doing a lot of practice. I don't know, but I felt like it was the first qualifying. Maybe they should have done it, but whatever. Um, they were all talking about how, well, Charles has, Charles, Charles, Charles has been so good all weekend and no one's really been talking about Carlos, but he is really good and he could be better than Charles. And then that was awful. But of course, then their second laps, um, Charles did go faster, but I was just watching the mini sectors on F1 TV on the app and watching one for one because they're right behind each other. One go like yellow and then one go green and then purple and me trying to mentally average that out um, until they finally crossed the line and I could breathe. And then I had to watch Max because I was like, oh, my God, he could get pull. And then he did. And I couldn't believe it. And I screamed so loud. And fun fact about me, my 96-year-old great-grandmother is staying with me, and I had to go make sure she was okay, because <laughs> I didn't want her to have a heart attack, because I screamed so loud. And she was fine. Good. Did she Charles hear got you? Charles pole, guys. Yes, she did. She was asleep, too, so sorry. Sorry, Nana. But, yeah. So, real quick, <laughs> Charles Leclerc got pole position. Max Verstappen, P2, Carlos Sainz, P3, Sergio Perez, P4, Lewis Hamilton, P5, Valtteri Bottas, P6, Kevin Magnussen, P7, K-Mag, Fernando Alonso, P8, George Russell, P9, and Pierre Gasly, P10. I completely forgot Fernando existed this entire weekend. Same. Which I I remember at one point during the race, I remembered he existed because he and Ocon were side by side and I was having a really hard time processing who the two drivers were because they were like in the pink livery and so my mind went racing point and so I go Ocon and Stroll or Ocon and Perez and so I'm just like why are they saying it's Alonso I like it took me a while to figure out who was next to Ocon yeah, it was a lot weirder than I expected it to be to see the pink livery Alpines. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want to do the race recap? Or at least like the first laps, whatever. Yeah, sure. So to start, it was a clean start at the front of the field. Um, it kind Every- of... Hmm? Everyone was on softs except for McLaren. Yes. And I believe yeah. Charles was on new softs. And, and Max, Max and Carlos were on old. Used, and yeah. Checo? Yeah. Um, but it was a clean start. Hamilton and Perez were kind of fighting, but they kind of just... Um, nothing really happened with that. Magnuson kind of was getting into their fight, and by the end of the lap, it was Leclerc, Max, Carlos, Hamilton, Kevin, Sergio, George. And Ricardo was in 20th, and I wrote, oof, because... Oof. Um... Botas had started sixth by the second lap. He was in 14th. 
Um, and then... Yeah. I was a little bit worried at the start that George would lose places because last season that was a big problem. Like, he would start high and then immediately fall back. Mm-hmm. But he made up three places, mm-hmm. I think, on the opening lap. Yeah. So, that was cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Magson stressed me out on lap three because he locked up into turn one. And then Perez passed him a few turns mm-hmm. later, which was sad. Okay. I have ten minutes in to the race. That first happened, told his team that things... Uh, there are funny things going on with his braking. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So lap, uh, ten minutes in, guys. Like lap. It was six. lap. I wrote that at lap four. Oh, it was close. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And at that point, they had told us that Mick and Ocon were under investigation, and I was like, "For what?" Because <laughs> they didn't show us anything, and then eventually they finally For did. For what, sir? It was the opening lap, right? Yeah. He and then just Esteban like a got spin. A- he was just trying to, you know. Do a little acrobatics for us. Make it look fancy. Mm-hmm. And Esteban got a five-second penalty for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know that that affected him at all. But uh, he did have a five-second penalty. It didn't seem to. I don't uh, Another. There was another incident at the start of the race between Lance and Lando where one of them pushed the other off the track. I think Lance pushed Lando off. and But the FIA decided that there was um, no further investigation necessary. Mm-hmm. Um... And then by lap eight, the softs for some of them were starting to go off. Um, and then lap ten, Checo overtook Hamilton and took fourth place. Is didn't um he Hamilton pit shortly after that? Lap twelve. Uh yes, on lap twelve. Yeah, he for was hard. the first pit stop. Mm-hmm. Yes, for My, hard I was tires. typing so fast that it wasn't making sense. So it says Lewis pitting for hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at this point, I was l- doing my notes live during the race. I will let you know mm. when that stopped, if you don't already have an idea. But yeah, the Mer- both Mercedes went for hard tires, maybe yeah. yes. thinking they were going to do a one-stop. I don't know. Didn't Which work out for them. Not happen. <laughs> um, also, lap 11, Max was complaining again about he was having to manage brake temperatures and he had zero traction. So he was mm-hmm. struggling the whole race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so with Lewis's pitting for the hards, he like came out ahead of Joe and then Joe got ahead. And then I learned, I didn't know before that the blanket temperatures were lowered for this year. And so then it like got me thinking, I was like, it would be really interesting to see like if they just didn't have the tire blankets, what would it be like going out with like mm-hmm. no warming them up at all? Um, they're it'd be more of a thinking challenge. about doing that. Hmm? Mm-hmm. They're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I kind of want to like see what oh. it would be like. I'm. I feel like the reason <laughs> that terrifying. they do the tire blankets is safety, kind of because. Yeah, I feel like they'd be wild. Because Lewis was kind of wobbly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then it's because like, it helps oh, with their grip. Drive with these. Okay, so. Max came into the pit stops at lap 15, lap 15 for new softs, and I put that his pit stop was 2.9 seconds. Everyone's pit stops have been longer this year. Why? Because the 
I almost said the balls. The tires are. <laughs> the yeah, tires are wider, bigger, different. and they have the little wheel cover thingy on the front one. So have to yeah. navigate. So that. it's taking kind of like three seconds. Has been pretty average. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Just gonna change the tires really quick. Three seconds later, you're done. Yeah. So right before he went into the pit stop, he was four seconds behind Leclerc. Uh, Max was followed by Sainz. Uh, I think he had a pretty fast pit stop, like 2.5. Uh, I wasn't that focused on it because I was focused on Charles. But, um, yeah, I think it, I when I watched, I watched a bit of it again, and he was pretty quick. Um, yeah. We also had, like, a little, like, five-second yellow flag right after Max's pit, and I don't even know what that was. Oh, yeah, I don't even remember what that was for. I don't know. Charles came in the next lap, and he had a 3.1-second stop, which was slower than Carlos's, gave me a heart attack, and he got old softs because he started on his new softs, so then he was using used softs while Max was on new softs. And when they came out, he was very close to Max within mm-hmm. a second. Yep. The gap was down to half a second. Yeah. And this... Okay. Let... Uh, yeah. Well... 16, 17? 16 is 17? when... 17 is when, when the battle in. started. Yeah, so they did one full lap. Um, this is when I wrote in my notes, dead, I'm dead, <laughs> and I stopped. <laughs> so... <laughs> I've since gone back and written notes <clears throat> that are more coherent. Um, do you want me to <laughs> do this rundown? I think that would be amazing. To? Okay. So, <laughs> Verstappen came, or no, Charles came out of the pit lane half a second ahead of Max. Max has done a full outlap. His tires are warm. Charles has just come out of the pit stop, pit lane. I'm freaking out. My great-grandmother, okay, again, my great-grandmother has now awoken. She's watching the race with me. She's very excited. Um, she has nothing, she's no idea what F1 is, but she's very excited. Can you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes. I can just imagine her. I'm, I'm like, excited imagining her watching with you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I see, because he had a four-second lead. I thought that was okay for the pit stop for at least, like, a, a second like a second to be ahead, you know. Second gap. Verstappen continues to be very close. They come around to the pitch, pitch straight. What's that called? Pit straight. Pitch straight. They come to the pitch straight. Verstappen has DRS. Comes up very quickly into the first corner. Passes Charles. Heart attack. Dead. Then Charles... <laughs> It was behind Max, so he gets DRS and passes Max again. Everyone's freaking out. I'm screaming. I'm crying. My nan is like, what the heck is wrong with me? <laughs> um, we live that for a lap, right? I'm like, oh, my God, Charles got through it. <laughs> He's so good. It's going to be fine. <laughs> we get back down, back down that pitch straight. Max still has DRS. He comes right up. <laughs> he comes right back. And um, does the same thing. Passes Charles in the first corner. 
Charles has DRS, though. And he passes Max again. Heart attack. Crying. Screaming. My nan is thinking about calling the police. Was um, she actually? <laughs> she was concerned. <laughs> um, and they are doing recaps. They're doing replays. I'm still so stressed because it's happened twice now. I'm like, surely, surely someone's going to have to harvest their energy. We come back the third time. Max still got DRS. I remember, distinctively remember thinking, because a lot before that, it was almost a second. It was like, it was more than half a second, the gap between Charles and Max. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's totally fine. They're going to be fine. And he got so close so quick. So I thought, if Max still has DRS, we're in trouble. And he did. But this time, Max locked up pretty bad. And Charles was was like, oh, thanks. You could see the flat spot. And Charles was like, oh, thanks. Scooted on by. I was still paranoid. I was like, what if something happens? What if he comes back? But he didn't. And that was incredible. Like, in hindsight, I've rewatched it a couple times. It was a lot of fun. I really like watching Max and Charles race. Mm -hmm. Yes. I enjoy watching Max drive when he's not crazy. Like, how he was a lot of the times with Lewis last season, how he was just, like, so intense battle in my space. I think it helps that he and Mac, or that, like, Lewis and Charles raced a lot. Max and Charles? Yeah. (laughs) That Max and Charles raced a lot when they were younger. So they know each other's limits a little more. They know each other's styles a little bit more. So I think that helps. So that they won't have another incident, but... It was really yeah, fun to watch. I was nervous mm-hmm. because I didn't want them to crush. That's yeah. my that was my thing. I obviously I like I Charles is up there for me and one of my drivers. I was definitely rooting for him. But I was mm-hmm. nervous that they would crash because Max tends to be a little bit on the aggressive side when it comes to racing. But yes. if Max continues to fight like that and it's like close and they battle and back, I'm I might enjoy this mm-hmm. battle. Yeah, because I, I don't think Max was changed. Like, I don't think he was less aggressive than he, when he was with Lewis. I just think Katie's right. They just know their limits a bit more. Because Charles was is kind of known to be an aggressive driver. Mm-hmm. But he'll back out if he needs to, you know. Uh, I also um, found out after Charles was purposefully breaking early to let Max by in right in uh, the first corner to get drs to then do that so that was all strategy he gave me a little heart attack all for strategy and he knew what he was doing he was a little genius <laughs> so he was giving you a heart attack on purpose <laughs> and he did it a little later too yeah um all right that was that <laughs> and then it kind of stayed pretty chill after that chill for yeah like for, until not until laps. the chaos um, yeah, I have, like, a yeah, few actually, random notes like just, like, about, a good estimate. like, Lando was sort of dropping back. Um, and then, like, on lap 22, I was like, I'm surprised there have been no retirements yet. Um, and then Albon uh, passed Norris, and they, like, I, it looked like they touched a little bit. Um, and then this is when Signs said he thought it could be a three-stopper, which for some it was. For most, wasn't it? At least yeah. in the front. Yeah. Um, 
I lost track of what was happening in the back. <laughs> they um, were having some battles in the back. It was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Alban and Botas were battling, and then Joe Guan Yu and Alex were battling, and it was kind of nice. It mm-hmm. was kind of nice to see Alfa Romeo being a bit competitive and like seeing them race. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad had a question he wants us to discuss. He wants us to talk about, like, so given the fact that there were no engine rule changes, why is it that at this point in the race, the bottom six were all Mercedes-powered? Like, did all those Mercedes-powered teams just coincidentally miss the mark with their arrow and grip and stuff? Or did something go different with the engine? Well, I saw something about the new fuel. It's like V10 fuel or something. Mm -hmm. It was getting to the Ferrari engines quicker than to the Mercedes engines. Yeah, I saw something about, um, like, the fuel pump issues, which I feel like we'll talk about later because it more has to do with Max. That has to do with, yeah, that has to do with Red Bull. Um, Um, I do think it has to do with engine manufacturing a bit because you saw, like, Ferrari's, the Ferrari powered cars were faster generally mm-hmm. and than the Mercedes, but um I think it's probably a combination. Yeah. But I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Andre. Um, do you have the next pit stops for Max? Um yes, lap thirty one. He pitted for mediums and then Charles was told to pit for or be ready to pit the next lap and he did he pitted for mediums mm-hmm. he came out ahead of max and max Wait. was oh. sorry great pit stop 2.5 seconds and after the race matias said they've been practicing their pit stops since they got the new tires like mm. halfway through last season or something so yay ferrari mm-hmm. yay um okay and then at this point max got pissed because he had been told to take it easy on the outlap of after his first pit and this pit. And he said that he could have been ahead and like, had he not taken it easy, who really knows if he would have been ahead, but he probably would have been at least been closer, which is what he wants. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it it, it would have been very close. And it was really funny because he said, I'm never doing that again. And he said, I texted, quote, never, ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, never, ever. And never, texted, ever doing it again. Um, my friend, Jamie, who we usually text during races. Hi, Jamie. I don't know if you listen. I think you listen, but. Um, <laughs> so I texted her and I was like, you know what? At least Max is very entertaining. <laughs> He's like, he throws little temper tantrums, but yeah. I think I'm yeah. liking and Max more was, now. Still hate Red Bull. Beginning. That was just the beginning of the temper tantrums. Yeah. By the way. I love how, like, nonchalant he is at the end of... Like, he doesn't care about media perception. <laughs> He's just, like... Just... And I can respect that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to put on a fake face for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, a lap later, Lewis had Magnuson. I, a lot of my notes were surrounding, like, my favorites. So, like, Mick and Magnuson and... Lando and Max and stuff. Um, so I wrote, like, Lewis had K-Mag in his sights, and then I said, sad, he passed him. And then Max was free to push, 
so that meant he probably was going to be push- pitting again because at that point it was kind of up in the air if he was going to oh, be or not. Oh my god. I didn't even think about that. I remember <coughs> hearing Max say, or his radio say he was free to push and I was like, oh my god, he's going to close the gap. I didn't even think about he was going to pit again. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also wasn't gaining on Charles after that. Yeah. For a bit and then Ferrari, because list- I was listening to Ferrari, Charles's team radio the whole time and they told him to that Max was pushing, and then he started pushing again, so the gap never got smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, then K-Mag pitted for mediums. He came out right behind, or right by Gasly, and Gasly overtook him. Sad. Hamilton had track limits warning. The next lap, lap 36, Kevin passed Gasly. Um, and at that point, my dad said, quote, Nikita would have spun off somewhere by now, <laughs> um, which is true. And then lap 37, K-Mag passed Joe. Um, There was just like little things. Lap 39 is when I had my whole confusing moment with the Alpines. And I was like, who the heck is driving next to Ocon right now? Because I was just seeing racing points. And so I was like, Stroll? Perez? Those don't seem right. And then I was like, oh yeah, Alonso exists. Yeah, the Alpines were kind of racing each other the whole time. Yeah. Which is why I think about lap 20 or lap 39... They were focusing on the Alpines, mm-hmm. racing each other. <laughs> the pink, pink Alpines. Mm-hmm. Okay, my next notes are the chaos, so. Um, let's see. Anything else? Just, I'll, like, read off my notes that we are, like, following the story of the race chronologically. And just tell me when to stop. Um, lap 43, Norris pitted, and it was a slow pit stop, and it was just awful. McLarens were awful. It was painful to watch. Um, so at that point, you know, you start wondering, how does he feel about that long contract he just signed? And I was like, can he opt out? Um, lap 44, Max pitted for softs and was then behind signs and Perez pitted too right behind him. And at this point, Max said something on the radio about being very happy, question mark, because it was like... It was one of those Max radios where you can hardly understand it, and all I could make out was very happy. I don't know if he said that he was very happy or that he was not very happy. I just heard very happy. I can guess. <laughs> I can guess that he wasn't very happy. Yeah. Yeah, it always sounds like he is eating a bag of chips. <laughs> well, <laughs> pressing his radio button. Kind of. it's really hard to understand, but the new graphic kind of transcribed it a little bit better than the old graphics so it's I, so hard to read that graphic yeah. for the red bull because it's like yeah. dark blue on black yeah so it was a little bit tricky to read but it was kind of there so mm-hmm. when they put the verstappen radio thingy up i like tuned in and was like okay well what's he gonna say mm-hmm. um then the next lap carlos pitted and then Max was having a problem. Oh, dear. Loose wheel, question mark, question mark. Steering wheel, question mark, question mark. Um, and then Hamilton pitting. So this is when Max is starting to really lose it because he was having problems with something. And he wasn't Sorry, was sure this, what. Was this before his third stop? or sp- This after? is the lap after his third stop. Okay, so Max came in, made his third surprise stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say I have in my notes Verstappen went in and out of the pits again Red Bull was going for a three stop and um, Ferrari asked Leclerc or 
Charles, they told, okay, Ferrari told Charles that Max had pitted and they asked if he wanted to. And he said, I don't think so. <laughs> do we, should we do that? And they're like, we'll get back to you. Meanwhile, if they want to bring him in, they have to bring him in in that lap. So I was freaking out. I'm like, this is it. This is where Ferrari's going to mess everything up. But then they came up and they were like, no, we'll be fine. Because Max would have had to have made up two seconds per lap, which is a lot. Like it, it might have been close. I'm not sure. But they decided to leave Charles out at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then lap 46, Gasly's on fire. So he had to jump out of the car. We had a virtual safety car for like 15 seconds and then they just went full safety car. I don't even know what happened, Mm -hmm. but there was a fire in the rear of his car and it was right there where Grosjean had his accident. So I was having like a little like flashback to that and I was like, I don't like fire in Bahrain ever, but in Bahrain. I think he said his his engine just stopped, which sounds very similar to the Red Bull Mm -hmm. stuff, but... Horner said that it wasn't related at all, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. His technical panel shorted. It looked like it was a short of some kind because mm. it went totally blank. And then he was on fire. He got out of the car. It was really scary. Yeah, and they like mm-hmm. wouldn't touch it for a while because you usually have to like wait a little while with the battery mm-hmm. and stuff. And I let me, I've noticed let me... that... Oh, go ahead. No, you can continue. Oh, that every time there's a safety car that goes on a little bit longer than a couple laps and like why don't they red flag and i'm like i don't know why i thought about red flagging because there was no damage to the barrier it was just yeah the red one's not when you red flag yeah i was like i don't know why my brain goes to red flag but um let me let you in on what i was going through a bit so ferrari have just told charles don't come in go ahead stay out go ahead and then Pierre's car is on fire. And I'm like, oh my God, Pierre's car is on fire. That's terrible. But also, no, like, don't bring out a safety car. And then they said virtual safety car. And then I'm trying to figure out where he is on track. Is he close to the pit stop? Is this going to be a disaster? I just have, I've been so burned by safety cars and Charles in the past. But it worked out. He was okay. They brought him in during the virtual safety car, which I'm not really sure why. They did a virtual safety car first and didn't go full safety car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, there was no way they would have been able to do that, just virtual safety car. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, they left, but, or Haas left Mick out. They didn't pit him, so then he was in the points. He was running P10. It was like, ah. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those George Russell moments where he, like, when he hadn't gotten his points yet and when he was in P10, and it's like, don't say it, don't say it. Ugh. If Mick has a, a George Russell battle for the points. Ugh. Can be painful, but know that it gets there eventually, and then gets a weird podium the next week, so it's fine. (laughs) So um, Charles came in for softs, went back out, and then the safety car came out, and the cars bunch up. Now I'm still freaking out because it's a safety car, and now his gap is gone, Mm -hmm. and Max is there. But Max, but at this point, (laughs) they had said to Max that it wasn't a reliability issue. Right. Max was having issues right before the Pierre car, cars caught on fire. Mm-hmm. And what's the hypothesis? It's that after and his third pit stop, when they dropped the car, it like messed up his steering. Yeah. Like a jack jacked it up. <laughs> yeah. And that was just one of the problems. Yeah. Because he had two. 
or more yeah um, so like the safety car was out and i don't know about anybody else but that was really like i was a little bit concerned about how that was gonna go just because there was so much madness the last time we had and a safety all the car. commentators were commenting on Dude, it everyone too. was pressed yeah Every, everybody <laughs> was like what's gonna happen and so they they kind of went went by went by a couple laps it was a few laps it was taking a while and then all 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 cars all of were them. to unlock themselves yes. and so they did beautiful mm-hmm. and it was fine no problems who'd whatsoever who'd have thought and then the safety car came in after the end of the following lap mm-hmm. yeah what a crazy what a crazy thing such a novel concept it's, yeah it's almost like that it's been working for years and years and years and yeah it's almost like that's the rule mm-hmm. yes um and then so the safety car was coming in and then max was coming a little bit like he was like okay nobody can see me <laughs> <laughs> we'll put this it's fine yes he was like Everyone check on instagram this like really really close to passing Charles under the safety car and I'm like dude you can't do that but he like he does that he tries to creep up as much as he can Mm -hmm. and then pulled back a bit like a lot of it actually not even just a bit and then Charles got to the line and totally gunned it sped up yeah um I think Max does do that a lot and Mm -hmm. that's what kind of was a part of the protest in Abu Dhabi from Mercedes and he because at some point he did pass, no one could see me. At one point he did pass Mercedes, not Mercedes. At one point he did pass Lewis. Yes. And then Mercedes was like, he overtook him. And the FIA said, no, he didn't. Even though That's he not what that did. means. It was so, just a steward madness. Right. So, but now the FIA have set a precedent mm-hmm. and Max thinks he can do it all the time. Well, and I don't, I mean, obviously you can't pass the car. But mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with them going by side by side. Like it's a little bit mm-hmm. of a mental game. It's yeah, it's an intimidation thing. I yeah. think it's it's fine. It's within the rules. But yeah. he, I don't think he's gonna stop anytime soon. Yeah. Do we know what lap the safety so, car? So Gasly caught on fire. Fifty one, forty six, and then fifty one is when they raced again. And that's okay. where Signs was on Max's butt, so I was stressed. And Katie, who are your favorite drivers? Max, Lando, and Mick? And Lewis, but not as okay. much. That's more of like a nostalgic thing. Okay. Yeah, I feel that too. Like, I love Lewis. As you can tell, I'm wearing a Lewis hat. Oh, nobody can. <laughs> We're really Wait, just assuming Instagram. people are watching us right now. Go on Instagram or TikTok. Watch our video clips. <laughs> Double yeah, so I'm wearing a Lewis hat right now, so I really like Lewis as, like, a person, and as a driver, I'd root We all him. have our respective yeah. merch on. Yes, no and we are representing the constructors in the potentially, you might <laughs> Anyway, um, what was I saying? Anyway, so, like, I really like Lewis, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the nostalgia thing, even though I've been following this sport for a year. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get what you mean with that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. It's like, I'm always, like, happy for him, but I'm, I don't really root for him, if that makes sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, at this point, so we had the restart and Mick was falling back, which was upsetting because he'd been running in the points and then it was just like, Sonoda passed Mick, Alonzo passed Mick, Joe passed Mick. Like, it was just like, it kept going and I was just like, stop! <laughs> uh... At what point did Signs overtake Verstappen? What lap? Do you know? Oh, well, that was, like, right when Max died. Right. <laughs> so do you have... Yes. Not Max yeah, Verstappen, have... but Max Verstappen's car. Um, yeah. So... Shock of my life, by the way. I really thought he would finish. Lap, yeah. Lap 54, I said, stay away, Carlos, stay away. Max says battery isn't okay. He's losing his head. Carlos passes Max. Grr. Well, that just took a turn. Max is retiring. It turned terminal. <laughs> that just reminded me of something. Oh, back when Max made his pit stop, his third pit stop, and I texted you guys, oh my God, because Charles wasn't going to go in, and I just felt like somehow Max was going to catch up to him and pass him, mm-hmm. and Carlos was between them. So I said, I texted and said, Carlos better defend like a lion. And I said, no. And then Katie was like, no. <laughs> just like a I very simple effect. Just, no. No. And then they brought Carlos in anyways. It was like, he's not going to. But that was a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found myself rooting for Carlos more than Max. And I don't know what where that came from. I think it's more that I would prefer Ferrari than Red Bull. Mm-hmm. But get, if you ask me to... If you asked me to choose between Carlos and Max, I couldn't do it. Yeah, my dad was rooting for Carlos. He's weird. He likes Charles. He likes Carlos, but he doesn't like Ferrari. So. Rude. It's, I'm like, it's a weird thing. No, Wait, I don't was he a Schumacher it. fan too, though? My dad? Yeah. No, he was an Alonso fan. He's got a thing for Spanish people, apparently. Spanish drivers. <laughs> Interesting. But you were a Schumacher fan. Yes. Okay. Because, like. When you're four or five or whatever, you just see who's doing well and you like them, so. Quick recap. Charles is still first. Max is, not Max. Carlos is now second. Max retiring. Yes. Slowed way down, pulled right into the pits, Mm -hmm. and everyone was like, oh my god. And then they focus, they turn their focus on Perez and Lewis, who are now very close and potentially fighting. Yes. Was Lewis on fresher tires than Checo? Or were they on the same? Um, I think Paris had fresher tires. Did he come in when uh, Max did? Yes. They, like, they double-stacked him. They were kind of distanced. Yeah, so Paris was. Yeah. But. Lap 56. (laughs) Perez says he's losing power. And I say, what the heck? Hamilton's closing in. Sorry, 56 out of 57. Yes. We're at the end. So at this point, Perez just says he's losing power and Hamilton's closing in. Then, mm-hmm. lap 57, first turn, basically Hamilton's going to pass. And then Perez just spins and the engine basically just cut out. Yeah. Wild. And it was yellow, right? It was... Yellow flag for sector one. Yeah. And I was, again, I was just afraid there was something was, they were going to red flag it or something and something was going to happen and Charles wasn't going to win. Mm-hmm. So they, but, they, um, Lewis passed, George passed. Correct. Yeah. Everyone passed. Everybody. Checo, yeah. Checo didn't finish the race. Yeah. Um, and then, who won? No, before Here's, that. 
before that. No. <laughs> Charles goes on his radio. Oh, yes. Okay. Wait, I was the one who heard it. <laughs> yes. Stupid story. Just, He's like, just in the final tell it turns. as it's Again. the story. <laughs> All right, okay. Checo spins, I'm freaking out. I have, let me describe my setting, right? I have the race on the TV. I have my phone to text because I'm texting you guys. And I was taking notes, but that wasn't working. I have the timing screen on my laptop. I have my iPad with the team radio. All right. I'm listening to Charles's team radio, the whole race, everything. Ever since uh, Hungary, I have his team radio on because it cut out and I didn't know what happened. And ever since then, I'm terrified something's going to happen to Charles and I'm going to have to find out later or something. So I'm listening to team radio and then. Max had just had issues with his engine and had to retire. DNF. Checo, yes, thank you. Checo literally just had issues with his engine and had to retire. So then Charles gets on his little radio and he says, uh, what did he say? Let me get the right wording. Hold on. <laughs> it was really choppy too. It was hard to understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was like, what? Uh-huh. What is that? He said, there's something strange with the engine, which if you've been around, you might recall in 2019, Charles had pulled in Bahrain, led the the race the whole time in the last laps or whatever. He had engine problems and he lost his, it would have been his first win. He lost it. He ended up third. Um, And so he goes, there's something strange with the engine. I legit had a heart attack. I texted you guys. I said, there's something wrong with this engine. And, and then, I, like, jumped up. I was like, wait, what? I didn't, where did you hear this? Because, I mean, I was all excited because it was, he was leading. It was the last lap. Then it was he's, Carlos. He's like, which, eh, and then Lewis. And then George. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. And then, yeah. He was, like, two turns away from the finish line. But he hadn't finished yet. And <laughs> I just hear there's something strange with the engine. And I lose my mind. And then he goes... I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, bro, you could have done it after, maybe after you finished. <laughs> he didn't finish. And um, his engineer was laughing. Mm-hmm. Like he knew immediately, I guess, that his engine was fine and yeah. just thought it was funny. But I, the last la- last turns. Mm-hmm. He should have done it after because I was like, okay, that's not cool. Well, and, like, immediately after he said it, his engineer was already laughing before he even said that he was joking. Like, the way yeah, his engineer responded, like, he wasn't laughing, he but you could copy. tell he was, like... He said, he, he said, let me reenact it. He went, ha, ha copy. <laughs> and then Charles said, I am joking. And he goes, uh, understood, ha, ha. <laughs> In Italian, you know. Yeah, then Charles won. Um, it was a Ferrari one too. What a wild turn of events. I did not mm-hmm. think that. I'm trying, I'm just going to be happy about it for now, but I am worried about Carlos scoring that many points, but whatever. And, and a Mercedes 3-4, which absolutely nobody expected. I'm not that And a Haas in fifth. Yes, Haas. I'm so happy for Kevin. He scored 10 points, which is more than Haas has scored in the last two years. So, good Kevin Magnussen, in a Haas, was best of the rest. Yeah. Go, K-Mag. And he only had, like, limited testing. He just jumbled everything. Like, he was going to be doing the 
the 1,000, whatchamacallit, sibling Mm -hmm. race. Yeah. He was going to be there this weekend. He got the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. He said bye. But, okay, so. Honestly, good for him. mm -hmm. What a whirlwind couple weeks. That's really, like, great for him. Mm -hmm. And then it was Bata's behind. Yeah, I'll do the final classification real quick. So, P1, Charles Leclerc. Carlos Sainz, Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, Kevin Magnuson, Valtteri Botas, Esteban Ocon, Yuki Sonoda, Fernando Alonso, Alonso, Fernando Alonso, Joe Guan Yu, Mick Schumacher, Lance Stroll, Alex Albon, Daniel Ricciardo, Lando Norris, Nicholas Latifi, Nico Hulkenberg, and then the DNFs were Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen, and Pierre Gasly. Three Red Bull engines. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So only Sonoda was the only Red Bull to finish that race. Mm-hmm. Daniel finished ahead of Lando? Yes. Yes. Wow. I don't know what the heck happened. And I have no I idea mean, what happened to either of them that whole race. I was happy because I guess on merit, not on merit, George had his best Formula One finish. Mm-hmm. Yes, on merit. On merit. And I'm like, this is awesome. Because I was excited coming into the race. I was like, well, as long as he finishes the race kind of in, in the points up there, he should be on for his best finish mm-hmm. besides Spa, which at this point was awesome. I even have a little like sticker thingy on my laptop from it. It was great. But we're in Mercedes mode, so everything is going to be best moving forward so he got fourth and that was really cool Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it i was so excited because i was so so happy that charles won and lewis was on the podium and then george and i was just having a wonderful time Mm -hmm. yeah let me do my out in q1 segment okay should i do a little song hmm no, I shouldn't. I mean, I think it would be really cute one. to do one. If you have the time to do I one. I don't have one. No, I mean, should I just <laughs> sing one now? Oh, I'm not going to. Out in Q1. <laughs> I'm just going to clip that. <laughs> out in Q1. All right. So I'm just going to talk about who was out in Q1 and then where they finished just to see that trajectory. So to refresh your memory, Yuki Tsunoda came in finished p16 in qualifying and he finished eighth so he finished in the points he was the only red bull powered engine that finished the race good for him nico hulkenberg qualified p17 and he finished 17th which was dead last mm-hmm. um daniel ricardo finished p or qualified p18 and he finished 14th ahead of lando norris interesting Lance Stroll qualified P19. He finished 12th. Uh, Nicholas Latifi qualified P20, and he finished 16th. So Good for Stroll. Nothing too interesting. That's but. a lot of places to make up. Mm-hmm. That wasn't terrible. I feel like usually... Yeah, but it's out of 17. Yeah, but I mean... Five? Yeah. Um, you made up places. That's important. Sometimes that's important. <laughs> I um, learned that as a Williams fan, which I still am, but just not as much right now, um, that if you make up places from where you start and then finish, good job. Good. Yeah. Good job. Um, so with the Red Bulls and their retirements, people were saying it was possibly a fuel pump issue. And mm-hmm. so this is what Ted Kravis said. Like, you all know how I have my thing with Italian engineering, right? 
Oh. <laughs> Ted Kravitz said, The fuel pumps are supplied by an Italian company and is common part amongst all teams. They could already see the problems coming and allowed all the teams in Park Vermeer conditions to inspect the fuel pump. So, I guess a lot of the cars are having this fuel pump issue because they got these fuel pumps from these Italians who don't know how yeah. to do anything. And uh-huh. um, so that is what potentially was the problem for like Verstappen and Perez because they were saying that there wasn't enough uh, fuel getting to the engine. Yeah, and then the engine thought like they were out of fuel and they just yeah. shut off. Yeah. And that's what happened with Pierre, supposedly. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, so interesting. But it's only happening to them. And yeah. I think Mercedes is having a harder time getting fuel in some of their cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, so that was the I first race. Yeah, I can't believe we actually got Red Bull reliability issues. I've been praying for them for a while, but I can't believe it happened. I do feel bad. Surprisingly, I feel bad that Red Bull had a double DNF that late in the race, especially. Yeah. It it's just bad. sucky. I mean, yeah. as long, like, I worry about safety first and foremost, but it's kind of wacky to see Red Bull with zero points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like Mercedes have some work to do, but I think they'll be fine in a couple of races. Toto says that um, some of their issues are because they're waiting on parts and that that should fix half of their deficit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also in porpoising hell. Yeah, and um, Oscar in the post-race interview asked George if he needed like an anti-nausea thing or something. Yeah, he it. said, do you need a paracetamol from all the bouncing? And he was like, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> it was cute. Mm-hmm. I was happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, I just want to say something else. What was I going to say? Oh, turns out Mercedes wasn't sandbagging. Shocking. Unless they're still sandbagging. They're just trying to keep us thinking they're going to do really bad. And then next week they're going to be like, bye guys. I think my favorite thing from this race weekend, other than Charles winning, was Lewis giving an interview and being like, everyone thinks we're lying, but we're not. We are not good. (laughs) And I was like, sure, Lewis. Turns out he was right. Yeah. That's true, but like... They're right. Was pretty, they're not yeah. doing. They're not on the pace. I was looking at some of the the individual lap times, and at one point, George, I was looking at George. George was eight tenths of a second off of Max, and I was like, mm, okay, they were not lying mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it was fun. Mm-hmm. No crashes, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. Bummer about the reliability yeah. issues. Yeah. But it was really yeah, exciting. Was, it was fun. There was some commentary curse going on because they kept talking like 15 laps to go. Of Charles was doing so good and he was going to win and all this stuff. And I was like, stop talking. I know, Same I thing happened in Silverstone. Stop talking. And then chaos happened. And mm-hmm. I was very stressed. But it worked out. I was a little bit nervous, but it was it was all good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. First race. Shall we? Success. I think it was a pretty good race, too. I don't know. It might be bias because i was only watching max and charles but... it it wasn't boring yeah, yeah. it felt kind of long it did i it think did. maybe some of it has to do with like it's been three months since i've sat through a new race but it felt longer than it was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i want to watch it again maybe later just to kind of 
Or I will be. <laughs> You're going to watch this every day until Saturday, probably. Until he wins again. Yeah. And then I'll watch that, that. one. Well, so, considering I watched Monza 2019 over and over and over and I have over another one to watch. Yes. And I think this one's better. I like his, his uh, battle with Max. Yeah. Although that was, you know, Italy. But do we want to go different. over our predictions for yeah. this race? The one we just did? Yeah. So, Katie, what did you predict? My predictions were, I said Let's for... Let's do Paul's position first. Yeah, so for Paul, I said Leclerc. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. So we all said Leclerc. Oh. So, go us. For the podium. Wait, what's the point system? You I'm, sure, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it. <laughs> Trying to figure it out. But, like, I'm thinking I'll do, at least for, I need to figure out for, like, our other ones. But for the race by race, you get two points if you get it correct. And then mm-hmm. for the podium, if you get them on the podium but in the wrong position, you get one point. Yeah, so for podium, for I said Leclerc versus Stop and Russell. I said Leclerc, Verstappen, Carlos, Sainz. Yes. And I, for a second, was a genius. Um, Because that's how it was going to end until chaos. But it's okay. Fastest lap, uh, Charles. Um, Charles. Checo. I... Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. So we're still working on the point system, but maybe by next week we'll have that and let you know yeah. what the score is. So now I just want to talk, do a brief preview of the next race. The next race is in Saudi Arabia at Jeddah. It'll be the second year that the race will be held at that particular track. Um, we were only there like last November, December. We were there December. very recently. It was December. Yeah, it's another night race. It's the fastest fastest street track and the second longest track. It's 50 laps um, and 27 turns. Last year, Lewis won. Max came in second. And there was all the FIA drama. I feel like that's where it really peaked. And um, there was, like, DRS detection zone drama. So, so um, do you have predictions? Yeah. Pole position? Um... I'm waffling between Verstappen and Leclerc. I'm gonna say Verstappen. I'm gonna say Leclerc. I'm gonna say Leclerc because I can't. Yeah. I feel like Verstappen will be on the front row again. I feel like if it's not one of them, it's gonna be the other. And I think I'm okay with that. I would like to see Mercedes kind of qualify a little bit higher. I know that they're not gonna immediately fix whatever's going on by next Mm -hmm. week but i would like to see one of them at least in the top three qualifying Mm -hmm. podium podium Mm -hmm. leclerc for stopping signs I'm going to say Leclerc Verstappen Hamilton. I'm keeping my Leclerc Verstappen signs. I feel this like week. I'm really disappointed in myself for counting Lewis out and not saying Hamilton instead of Russell because I let my personal bias get in the way there. So I'm going to go with, with Hamilton just because I feel like no matter what happens, like you cannot count him out. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, fastest lap? Um. Signs. Leclerc. I think I'm going to say Verstappen. Okay. Okay. And then the final segment of the week. Ooh. It's a new one. And it's mine. Race of the um, week. Rule of the week. Oh, yeah. Race of the week doesn't make any sense. So I am reading. I was trying the... to give us like a little jingle type thing, but I failed. No, I apologize. We can keep it. Race of the week. It's um, not the race of the week. No, it's not. So I'm reading the 2022 Formula One sporting regulations, so you don't have to. And um, going to talk about a different rule every week. Um, this week. I decided because of the um, update by the FIA to do the rule about the safety car. So it's rule 55.13 in the 2022 Formula One Sporting Regulations Issue 5. And it reads, If the clerk of the course considers it safe to do so and the message lapped cars may now overtake has been sent to all competitors using the official message system, all cars that have been lapped by the leader will be required to pass the cars on the lead lap and the safety car. Unless the clerk of the course considers the presence of the safety car is still necessary, once the message lapped cars may now overtake has been sent to all competitors using the official messaging system, the safety car will return to the pits at the end of the following lap. So the thing the FIA changed is it said, used to say, any, any cars... That have been lapped by the leader will be required to pass the cars on the lead lap and the safety car. And they changed it to all cars. Because if you recall, after Abu Dhabi, Red Bull argued, any does not mean all. And I would like to argue that's dumb. It does. In the context of that sentence, it does. But whatever. Mm, It does. And then it worked out. Yeah. When it's followed by will be required, it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, essentially, that means uh, when the message lap cars may not overtake is sent to the drivers, all of the cars, all of them must have, or that have been lapped, must unlap themselves. In this event, the safety car will return to the pits at the end of the following lap. And that's another important part, at the end of the following lap. So, they get to unlap themselves, do a lap, and then the safety car comes in. Yeah. Cool. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it? Yeah. We just watched the first race of the 2022 season. Yeah. I'm so happy. Next week we'll be in Jeddah and we'll be doing the recap for that race. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget to like and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, TikTok at Double Waved Pod. And share stuff and like our podcast and subscribe to our podcast and rate our podcast be a friend be brad tell your mm-hmm. friends tell your dog leave, re- leave a review mm-hmm. <sighs> that's it thanks for listening bye see you next week thanks for listening and stay racy 